Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Quit Vaping Podcast. So let me tell you something. Um, If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, welcome back. And I want to thank you guys because I, as of today, have 103,000 downloads on this podcast. Isn't that so cool? And like 30,000 of them are unique people. So I've had 30,000 people um, find this podcast in whatever various ways that you found it. And I'm really grateful and it's really amazing. And this work is changing a lot of lives. And I got to tell you, there's no dopamine rush like that in your life. Nicotine doesn't even compare. So um, today's episode is going to be on, I, I don't like getting that heavy, but I think that I should because I want to tell you something, especially if you're like a Gen Z, uh, you don't have to be, but Gen Zers especially, like you're experiencing a meaning crisis. All right, so let me explain. One of my favorite people in the world, his name is Viktor Frankl. And if you don't know who he is, he's an existential, which means like deep, heavy meaning of life. Uh, psychiatrist, actually. And he lived through the Holocaust. He was an Austrian Jew that went through three or four different death camps. He wrote one of the most famous self-help psychology books in the world called Man's Search for Meaning. And he has a bunch of really good uh, books. But his entire philosophy on life is to find meaning in suffering. And one of his famous quotes, and I can't find it for the life of me, I've searched Google all day long, and I'm kind of like pissed off that people aren't quoting this quote. So I need to find it and like make a post out of it. But His quote went something like this, as the means of life increase, the meaning of life will decrease. It's like it's inversely related. So as life becomes easier and we're filled with ease, the meaning to our lives will actually start to decrease until we don't have meaning in life. And his entire philosophy, it's called logotherapy, is that without meaning in life, that's when suffering and depression really occurs because suffering is the opposite of meaning. If you have meaning, you can't suffer. Suffering ceases to be suffering at the moment it finds a meaning. And where do you find meaning? In doing the difficult things and making it mean something important to you. You literally have to define your own meaning. So this is where I'm kind of going today with this is, and I have an exercise later, so we're going to do it, but I have to pre-frame this, right? So it's really important that you experience some kind of a meaningful struggle in your life without it. Have you ever seen the movie WALL-E? Without a meaningful struggle of some kind, you're going to literally sit on a floating disc in a outer space cruise ship. I don't know if you've seen Wally, but I'm explaining the movie to you. And you're going to be 400 pounds overweight and be mind numbed to TV all day long. And this is kind of the idea, and you can see it playing out in our society. As our societies generally inc- increase in affluence, they increase in wealth, you can see that there's things being created to make life more and more easy for all of us. And simultaneously, As the ease of life goes up, you can also see addictions going up, dopamine hits going up, fast food being increased, sugar being increased, all these things, right? So it's kind of this old idea that without any struggle or challenge, you just sit down and you need to numb the discomfort of your life. Because even if you had no challenge in your life, you get so unhappy with the lack of struggle that you'd have to numb it out all the time. It's really important to understand this concept, and I might not be explaining it very well, so I'll keep talking about it in different episodes, but pretty much what I'm saying is that you need some kind of meaningful struggle in your life in order to have purpose. 
really important. And without purpose, I sincerely believe not only from personal experience, but also from clinical experience, from educational experience, from philosophical experience and spiritual experience that without purpose, you get depressed. And without purpose, your life is actually a lot more negative and you have to cope by using so many substances, right? And that's why generally you see people who aren't in happy lives, who are constantly numbing themselves with dopamine hits. Not a good place to be. And this is the detrimental thing about nicotine, truly, and about vaping specifically. If you're vaping, you can always be using it. And you know you are, right? I was. Literally, I was in the back of my classroom, in college, in the back of my classroom, with a sweatshirt, hitting my vape casually. Casually, by the way, no shame, none of that, totally numbing myself. I was bored in class, vape, anxious, vape, confused, vape. I don't get this math problem. Oh, I'm going to vape really fast. Oh, that helped, right? Like unconsciously. Now, the problem with this is when you're constantly using something that releases dopamine artificially, this is called an artificial or a fake of false pleasure because it's not a real dopamine hit. It's something that society has artificially concentrated to release a unnaturally large dopamine hit. When we're constantly using that, we have no idea what we're feeling. And that's a huge problem because when you don't know what you're feeling, you don't know what to do with your life because your emotions are the GPS, the internal map that you have towards the meaning in your life. So remove those, remove direction. Why are so many people who are vaping lost listening to other people what to do with their lives? Because they don't know what they want for their lives because they've learned to numb their emotions. That's the problem. So it isn't about vaping to me. I think it's so good to get people away from uh, addiction. But you have to understand why I want to get you away from addiction. It's not because I think vaping is bad or evil. Do I think that vaping marketed predatorily towards young people? Sure, I do. But do we really expect anything better of big tobacco? No, not really. So that's not my that's not my qualm. I love that word, qualm. That's not my argument and that's not my point. My point is that if I can help people understand why addiction is actually stopping them from becoming the best version of themselves, I can inspire them to want to do this work. I'm going to tell you right now. Quitting vaping and the work that comes into it, the actual emotional work, the thought regulation work that comes into it, it's uncomfortable. Like it's just uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you right now. But you know what's so cool is that there's so much purpose in that discomfort. Listen, in a year from now, if you learn how to feel your emotions and you're no longer addicted to something that's numbing up your emotional guidance system and you have direction and you have a big goal in front of you. And like you're able to sit in anxiety without distraction and you know that you can handle that. I promise you. Nothing compares to that because you're going to be creating a purposeful life. You're not going to be avoiding one that you hate with dopamine hits and distraction. Okay. So with that said, I'm just going to pre-frame it. We're doing an exercise today and I just want to ask you some questions and then I want to give you an offer at the end. Okay. So the whole entire exercise is like, what would happen if you were living the best version of your life? Seriously. So I want to ask you some questions. Okay. Visualize your life without nicotine. Just take a minute to do this. You can pause the podcast if you want, but I really want you to do this. This is really important work because if you cannot visualize your life with the modified behavior without the addiction in it, guess what? You're never going to get there because it all starts in your mind first. Your thoughts create your emotions, which guide your actions and create your results, right? So that means that if you want to stop vaping, if you want the result to be no more nicotine use, no more vaping, it has to start with your thoughts. There's no other way around this. I promise you it's not possible. And that's a beautiful thing because it's a really simple process. So visualize your life in a year without nicotine. I don't know if you've ever done this. I sure hadn't. I didn't know to do this. What's different? What would change in your life without nicotine? Would you still 
and this is the thing too, if you could feel your emotions and they were guiding you towards what you really wanted, what would change? Would you still be um, in your job that you are in? If you knew what you wanted, would you be in that job? Would you be in the college program that you're in? Because listen, a lot of people go into college programs and they go into jobs because they don't really know what they want. And they listen to the people around them who they think they know knows better. And the reason why the people around them they think know better is because they're literally numbing their own emotional guidance system so they actually don't know what they want. And this is the cool thing about this work. When you start to feel your emotions and you do this work, I promise you, you will understand deeply that nobody else knows what's best for you. And that's a really powerful place to be. All right, here's the next question. How would you deal with your emotions if you didn't have nicotine? Have you ever thought about that? Seriously, because so many people come to me every day and they're like, well, I'm anxious, so I vape. It's like, yeah, you're numbing over the anxiety. Why? Because no one's ever taught you that you don't need to do that. And no one else has ever taught you that when you do that, you actually don't know what it is you want and don't want. And you're stopping yourself from going after it. Because listen, when you can sit on the couch and get a dopamine hit all day long that's so strong and artificial that it just makes your brain go wild, there's no reason to do anything meaningful. But I promise you, it doesn't mean that you don't need meaning. It just means that as you continue to do that, you're going to have to get stronger and stronger dopamine hits to avoid those emotions that are natural with being a human being. Like you need to do something challenging and meaningful with your life. If you don't, I'm telling you, that's where depression happens. And I'm telling you this from personal experience in my life. All right. The next question is how would the relationship with yourself change? And if that's kind of a confusing question, think about the way that you talk to yourself internally in your mind. And also if you have no idea what the conversation is with in your head with yourself, like that's important. This is, this is the work to do that. This is the time to start understanding that because the conversation you have with yourself is going to be the governor or the limit that you actually go after your life with. So if you have a horrible conversation with yourself in your head, like I used to believe I was a worthless piece of garbage who was not good looking, who had hips that were literally too big for his body that would never be able to quit vaping. Those are my thoughts. Those are great, right? That was my pretty much dominant conversation in my head all day. And no wonder why I was in a job I hated, playing it small, making $15 an hour, working way harder than everyone else around me because I thought I had to earn my worthiness. And I thought I had to earn a life that was like tolerable, let alone ever even consider dreaming. Very important to start to understand the conversation in your head. That is what this work is all about. Because if you start to understand the conversation in your head, the results in your life that you're creating start to make a lot of sense. And then the beautiful thing is that you can take control over that conversation and you can change it. And then you can go after the big dreams. But that's never going to happen if you're constantly beating yourself up, shaming yourself, talking down to yourself and numbing your emotions all the time. All right, the next question is, what will you have to believe about nicotine if you no longer vape? So imagine this, like really take the time. It's really important. In a year, if you don't vape anymore, what are your beliefs about nicotine? They have to change. That's why you're no longer vaping, because your beliefs changed. For example, I one of the beliefs that changed for me, one of the big ones, is that I no longer think and I will not allow myself to think because it's, it's not a real thought that vaping helps with anxiety. Vaping does not help with anxiety. I'm telling you right now, as someone who's just completely logical, even without all the tools, addiction will never help you manage your emotions. 
it might feel like it because of the fake dopamine hit you're getting, but overall, it's completely numbing all the emotions that you don't want to experience. That is not emotional regulation. That is not helping you with your emotions. Covering up emotions does not help you with them. Just like covering up the garbage can in your room doesn't eliminate the garbage. Don't allow yourself to delude yourself with false beliefs so that you can keep getting addicted to something. And again, there's no shame or judgment. Listen, I vape for seven years. I get it. But now I'm at this place where I want to help you become the best version of yourself. And I promise you, the thing standing in between you and that version is a vape stick. I guarantee it. And nicotine addiction. All right. And here's the last question I want to ask you today. And then I want to make you a really amazing offer. Okay. So um, what problems no longer exist in your life? And this is a really cool question because imagine in a year, if you're no longer vaping, like what's the benefits of that in just terms of having no more problems with vaping, right? So um, for me, there's no more panic around vacations. I don't have to pre-plan my holidays and make sure I get like three vape sticks because the the corner stores will be closed. Um, There's no shame conversation in my head. There's no anxiety that's coming with like being in situations where I can't vape. Um, There's way less anxiety overall. Like there's so many problems in my life that have just literally disappeared because I no longer am addicted to nicotine. So this is the work to do, really. This is it. Like, you have to change your belief systems. You have to envision a compelling vision for your life that is better without nicotine. And you have to understand that addiction is actually stopping you from doing all those things. It's stopping you from becoming the person you want to become. I promise you it is. And I don't say that with any shame or judgment. I say that with so much love, for you and the version of you that exists on the other side of addiction. Okay. With that said, I want to make you an offer. So listen, like any good life coach, I pay a lot of money every year to get coaching. And my coach is amazing. And he's light years ahead of me. And he gave me a really good piece of advice. And he says, Andrew, you love to pay for coaching and then not take the advice. So I took that to heart and I'm like, I need to take the advice. So he said, instead of charging $297 right now for your program, because you're getting people, but it's not as quick as you'd like. Why don't you just reduce the price back to $97 and give people such a good offer that if they want to quit vaping, it's impossible for them to say no, because if you can do that and get a hundred people in your program, then everybody's going to win. The people that get the amazing offer and the programs that improve and the testimonies that will come in are amazing and you'll fill up your group coaching um, sessions and everything will be amazing. He said, there's no downside to you doing that. So just do it. <laughs> so I'm taking his advice. So if you want to quit vaping, and you want to learn more about these tools, and you want to get access to me so I can help you do all of this together, seriously, I want to make you an offer. My program is going to be $97 for the first 100 students that come in. It is filling up very quickly, and you will have lifetime access to everything. So even if you're like, uh, I'm not really sure if I want to quit right now, the program will be $97, and you have lifetime access. After the first 100, it's going back to $297. sometimes it's the best thing just to do a price manipulation to get people in, in an early program. The program's amazing. The sales page is linked in the bio. If you want to quit $97, there's literally no better program on the market, not even comparable for this price. And you'll have lifetime access to me so that this works for you without exception. Okay. If you want to quit, I want you there. And remember, it's not just about quitting. It's about learning a skill set that's going to build the foundation of your life. We coach on everything there. If you want coaching, you show up. If you don't want coaching, you can listen to the call replays and listen to other people get coached. There's just no reason to say no to this program if you're ready to quit vaping. It's going to change your life, and I cannot wait to have you there. So sorry for the sales pitch, but I'm promising my coach that I'm listening to him because I have resistance to that sometimes. So we're all human beings, right? What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show and that each episode is bringing you one step closer to becoming a non-listener. 
If you'd like to take all this information to the next level and finally quit vaping for good, you can check out the course link in my bio. Have a great day. See you next week.